0: It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I'm Brother L. over and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. Well, once again, we have a very, very special guest here. We're talking about a true living legend and how honored I am to be here at her wonderful home, in the big city of Zachary Louisiana, Cheneyville. And I'd like to thank her for giving us the opportunity to come here my dear friend Maida McDonald for making this happen. I have the queen herself, Miss Audrey Neighbor Jackson. Miss Jackson, we are honored to be here at your home and thank you for inviting us here. Welcome to Count
1: Time. Thank you and thank you for Thinking about me, it's really an honor and a pleasure to be able to talk to you.
0: First of all, you went to school, you live in Zachary, but you went to school in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Right. uh, So how did that happen?
1: Okay, I was born in uh, New Orleans in July the 10th. my age is uh, my date is uh, not listed, so I won't tell you. I won't tell you my date, but I am ninety five.
0: And look, and I'm telling you, you would not believe this young lady is ninety five. Ain't no way she she jumps up, move around, just do do
1: everything. Got it all going on. And, and the other thing is that my father was a, worked for on the Spillway in New Orleans, and then he we moved to Baton Rouge when I was five years old, and uh, he started working at the Save. Company. At where? Sarvee. Oh, Save is up there next to the Standard Oil. It used to be Save, Allied Chemical, and Standard Oil, but since that time they've changed all the names and it's not Savvy anymore. And uh, so, I don't know what, the, I think it's Allied Chemical or something. Oh, but Allied
0: Chemical, Yeah,
1: right. but that was the Save, that's when it first started. And we moved here when I was five years old. And we stayed on, I think the first house we stayed on was 2500 Gracie Street. Was right around the corner from uh, Reverend Weathers. They lived on Gracie mm-hmm. in the twenty the block, and mm-hmm. we lived on the twenty the <laughs> block.
0: Well, people, well, first I'll let you know why we have uh, Miss Jackson here today, because she is the genealogy of the North Baton Rouge, uh, Zachary, Cheneyville, and what that is, Southern Lab, which is not, which was the.
1: Southern Southern is called a laboratory. Southern lab, demonstrated laboratory. Demonstrated
0: laboratory.
1: Yeah, but now it's just Southern Lab. It was a demonstration school because they did. uh, That was the only way they could. The teachers at Southern in the in the forties and thirty nine could do practice teaching to be teachers. So they used the high school to oh, train to train t- so, t- that, so it demonstrates Demonstrate, how to be a teacher right and that's why it was named Southern University Demonstration High School
0: oh that's that is that is interesting all by itself and also you a dear friend with one of our our past uh, Mr. Dr. Attorney Jones one of our interviewers that we did a few months ago who did an awesome job who's a uh, you say you knew him y'all went to y'all didn't go to school together but yeah you know he that.
1: was at school but he was head of me but I went to school with his brother Johnny and johnny's wife uh and george's george and george's wife and i grew up from elementary school college high school and college and we in the sorority she's a delta
0: so now you as we in your home you have history all over this house i mean it is amazing this is like it's, it isn't a museum it ain't like a museum it is a museum of your family your family tree your family history and your, your guard grandchildren, grandchildren, your children, but but to have your great-grand, great-great-grandmother? Yeah. You got pictures of these people. Yeah,
1: I have my great-great-grandmother. That's, where she is? There she is right there. That's my great-great-grandmother. I have pictures of my great-great-grandfather. And where, where, where was she from? She was born in, uh, she was born in St. Francisville. She died in 1930, March 1930. On Hank's Drive. <laughs> you remember what I'm about?
0: That's pretty good. And
1: her name was Patient. Like, like, Patient uh, Kamina Young. That was your great great great. That's right. And I knew her because she died. I was born in, you know, I told you, but yeah, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what year was that again? <laughs> okay. I can't remember that. What? That's all right. It's unlisted. I'm not going to tell you. And see, that's the house we lived in right there. You got a picture of the house. Yeah, that's my grandmother holding me.
0: That This is too much. You got a picture of the house you grew up in. In New Orleans.
1: What? what, what And the pre- house we grew up in Rouge, is right now on the corner, North 26th and Fuqua. Yes. But
0: what? made you started preserving your history, your culture.
1: Uh, uh, you know, uh, I always talked to my grandmother and we always had pictures. My mother my mother has a scrapbook. If you scrapbook she put when I'm gonna give you an example. When Jake Jake has cog died, she got pictures in a scrapbook. Anything that was at Southern, she made kids there. So your mother attended Southern, too? No, my mother went, finished college at University of uh, New Orleans. Okay. And I think University of New Orleans turned into Dillard. I think that's what it turned into. Mm-hmm. But she, went, she, got, uh, she did these two years. You know, at that time, they could only do two years. They could do education, or sewing. She did fancy sewing. She finished in sewing. Uh, she's, she used to crochet and embroidery. I still have crochet and embroidery stuff that she'd done. So your mother sent you on the course of uh,
0: preserving your history and your oh, culture? Oh yeah, we
1: see, my daddy went to see his, my father lived in, uh, my father's people lived in Gonzales. My mother's people lived in St. Francisville. But my grandmother, my mother was the only child. So my grandmother was always close to us. You have to realize that you know, that was her only child, so she's always close. And my daddy's people lived in Gonzales, But daddy went to see them every Sunday. So I knew all my people. My daddy had eleven sisters and brothers. Mm. I was the first grandchild, the first niece, the first anything in my family. This book said dish Home, New Orleans, Louisiana. Now, now what is this book? This is my baby book. Your my baby, baby book. book, Audrey Lee Neighbors. So you was a Lee? Yeah, just, my middle name was Lee. Lee, it's yeah. interesting. It's really interesting. And
0: this is the book. That your mama got from D.H. Holmes. D.H. home <laughs> in 1926.
1: <laughs> and they say I weighed 10 pounds. And I, was born, uh, I was born at 5.05 p.m. You was a pretty big baby. Yeah, my mother was just ninety something pounds. Yeah, you, you, you was a pretty big baby. <laughs> and uh, it, she talk, This is like uh, when I graduated from Southern. So you got your diploma. Let me see. Right, you. my so, diploma. The diploma was it was it's big. The diploma was small back the, then. This is the, the no. We used to get invitations. This is the invitation to the program. This program they used to print the program. This is the program they used oh, to do. Okay. They don't do that anymore.
0: They, go, they don't spend. Make they don't spend that extra money. Eh?
1: No, but that's the program. The pool is up there on the ship, but that's the program.
0: You 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 preserve preserve all
1: your history. Yeah, you can't miss you. You can't miss me. Okay, this is uh, this is my husband's death This is my son. You don't need to take that. That's my social security number. <laughs> 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 but see, I have uh. This is a class here. I can give you that picture. You don't have what that. The, what class is that? That's the
0: class at the lab school. Oh, a, I got a picture there, that, but that's not. I'm gonna get a better one like this though.
1: Look, I had a book over there. Get a Look over is there. Is mommy on that picture? No, no. No. She don't. Which she, book? She, she, mother, your mother finished college in forty three. I finished. Co- I finished high school in forty four. Which book I'm looking for? Look, look right. See where that red thing on there? Should be. Look under the bottom shelf there. You see some books there? Look, this is a uh, commencement for the lab school. Mm, okay. It's <laughs> pretty good. Got, uh. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So you, your your mama had reserved had uh, preserved all this? No, I had?
1: reserved that myself. You know, I, my mother kept all this. Yeah. This is a. Uh,
0: Southern University, Southern University High School, nineteen forty-one. Now, now, what you mean, Southern University High School? That's
1: when I was in. High, see, I was grade. That's what you was looking
0: at. Okay, let me take a picture. So they called Southern University High. It was so lab school was Southern University High School.
1: Right. Yeah, but they called it Southern University. Where is it? They called it Southern University. See who that who's.
0: Oh, okay, you got Dr. Clark and all them in there, huh?
1: Yeah. This is who our president was, Dr. Gray. Now Dr. Gray was married to Ms. Yake's daughter. We call her Muffin. And his son was in the House of Representatives.
0: Okay, I remember that. I don't I don't remember him that. But well
1: anyway, these are people in the class. where are you? I told you where I was, that's the senior that's class. That's the
0: senior class, okay, man. Hear me? Oh, that picture there, okay. Yeah,
1: man. young and green. There <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ain't no green no more. <laughs> it's red, now. <none. laughs> young and green. Okay, and, uh, wait a minute. Okay. Okay. What does this say here?
0: Louisiana State and A and M College. What year? Fifty three to fifty four. <laughs> so that's that's the year that you. Oh, nobody even talks about this. I guess nobody. Uh, you don't know. need to talk about it. You don't need to talk about. It. I mean, but this that's that's true history. You know, you don't need to talk about it. You don't need to talk about all
1: the so things. You, you you got your history. You sure you got your grades. Look, this is this is one of the changes at uh, the at, at the you know when uh, Lee, uh, what did y'all making a museum out of the theater Lincoln Theater Lincoln Theater they they performed at the Lincoln Theater Billy Ward and, the, and, uh, and 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 the Dominoes and he autographed that for me What year was that? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't remember no Billy Ward, no Dominoes. I mean, that Fat be fat is all what I know. Well, it's Dominoes. I can't think of it. I can't, I don't have the year written on there. Let's see, I didn't have
0: so that. I, I know you wasn't no groupie, huh? No, I wasn't no
1: groupie.
0: <laughs> you weren't out there hanging around looking with a look No, them I wasn't guys. no
1: groupie. <laughs> so, who was, they, they would play at the Lincoln Theater at the time? Yeah, you know, they used to have people, you know, when, uh, you know, and at the, at the Lincoln Theater, they played, and also you know, did. They play at the Temple Roof. They, you know, that We used to be to Duke ellerton at the Temple Roof and Count Basie. Y'all go hear them play. Together. Yeah, I've heard they play.
0: So, so Count Basie played at
1: the Temple Roof. That's mm-hmm. right, and and uh, Duke ellerton They used to have. That's what they used to have there. They used to actually have. These they bands the come in, bands. yeah, big bands come in. Mm-hmm.
0: So y'all got all dressed up.
1: Of oh, course, yes. of course. You know, uh, a lot of people don't realize that the history's in in the Lincoln Theater, in the Lincoln, that hotel on the corner of Thirteenth Street. And Eddie Robinson. Eddie Robinson.
0: So what, what was what was going on over there back they then? They
1: had the hotel. That was the first black hotel in Bad Ridge, right on that government in 13. They named Eddie Robinson now.
0: So that, that was the only place you can go. If you were one of us, you couldn't go stay nowhere else. Oh
1: now. no. We even had two train stations now. I two rode five. the train when I was 16. Mm. What you mean My, two train stations? We had a train station called in Louisiana. I think it's Arkansas. Louisiana anyway, down by the Centriplex is. You know where the museum is? Right across the street. That's yeah. the train station. Right. And the other train station is right there on Government Street. Government Street, right. Right. You know where the railroad track is? Mm-hmm. On Government. Right, right. when you pass Fifteenth um, Street. Okay. Yes. yes. You know yes. you pass the railroad. Right. Well, the train station was down there. That was the Kansas City or something. And both of them went to New Orleans. Mm.
0: So why they had two two different trains? They just states.
1: had two train stations. You could if you miss one, you catch the other. So that was pretty good. That was pretty convenient, didn't it? Huh? Yeah. I, I, look, I had never rolled a train, but my daddy put me on the train, and he drove down there and picked me up and brought me back.
0: 16 years old. I didn't ride a train until I was 16 years old. So you just rode the train in New Orleans just, just to say
1: you rode so Say I had been on the train. Because <laughs> okay. yeah. my daddy met my mama on the train. Oh, so he wanted you to get that
0: experience. Yeah, right. He was
1: hoping oh, you meet somebody, too. He was no, trying to get rid no, of you. No, no, no. He wasn't trying to get rid of me. <laughs> he Look, he my, my daddy was Creole. He didn't want you. He wasn't interested in getting rid of you, believe me. They weren't interested in getting mm-hmm. rid of you. Your dad was Creole from, from Gonzales? Right. His daddy spoke broken French. His name was Thies Henry Neighbors Jr. He was we call him Thies. And, and what, what part of Gonzales was that? In uh, 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 Gonzales. <coughs> Gonzales. Well,
0: I, I don't, I'm not for me. I guess I'm not from Gonzales. Okay, I'm Gonzales not pro- is you creoles, gonna, though,
1: right? never go. It's quite a few Creoles here. They necessary. I don't know. My grandmother spoke German. His mama spoke German. Well, she must be a German, then. No, not necessarily. But she worked for Germans, so she spoke German. We, she—I don't know whether you know. Where the Catholic Church is in Gonzales? Well, they—they they used to on oh, the Catholic Church was a bayou, but they lived on the other side of the bayou, right across from from the Catholic Church. They had a land, but now they take it all in the bayou.
0: That just—that's a pretty good story, though to hear that. I mean. But y'all didn't travel like the river Rose back then. What you mean? The river Rose? like
1: they had, when you go in New Orleans. The only way you could go to New Orleans was on well, highway
0: well, one. Okay, that's what I thought. So y'all, but y'all just traveled. Y'all didn't no, you had no family living on those. No, you know, areas. no,
1: no. My daddy used to go. I tell you, we lived in New Orleans. My daddy married my mother and daddy married in September the second or fifth of nineteen twenty-five in New what? Orleans.
0: Nineteen
1: twenty five. New Orleans. I have the marriage license and everything.
0: <laughs> got the marriage license to prove yeah, that. Yeah, I got the marriage. License. So your dad's family was basically from New uh, from Gonzalo or they right. moved to Gonzales?
1: No, they were based from Gonzales.
0: And they was Jackson's? No. And-
1: they were neighbors. My neighbors. 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 I'm sorry, neighbors. neighbors.
0: You, you Jackson. By Jackson.
1: Neighbors. My ma- my marriage name, <laughs> but I always I can always be a neighbor when I don't can't be a Jackson, so I have to keep my name. <laughs> no, well, what? we got we got a couple of more, Audrey Jacksons in Baton Rouge, and every time I s- get ready to do something, we got to clear our name, so I had to add the neighbors. I even went to the hospital one time. The nurse thinks to give me the wrong medicine. She had A.M. Jackson. And my name was A. N. Jackson, so I changed it, officially changed it on everything to Arden Davis Dash Jackson.
0: Just, just to make sure that you don't have no difficulty right, with, with right. The,
1: okay. You didn't have to worry about nothing, nobody. During that time, you could sleep with your windows open, your doors. When I first moved to Chainville, they didn't even lock the doors.
0: Yeah, that, that, I tell people all the time when I grew up that nobody locked doors until... When after integration, you had to lock your door. You had to lock
1: your door. That was confusing. You know, because people didn't have air conditioning, they'd open their doors, and the windows, and, and the air would
0: circulate through the house. Yeah, cause, that's right. Because we would stay outside until it got cool at night. Yeah. Because it was so hot. You didn't go get. You didn't go you get, get no bed. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. makes
0: this question here. I mean, when I was a young boy, <clears throat> you know, my grandparents more so than anybody. Used to always say that okay, you we part Indian, and uh, my on
1: both sides, and I never understood. Well, look, no, I'm part Indian. Look at my grandmother. But I'm, I'm saying, but but we couldn't prove it because black people didn't want to be Indian. That's and, a, that's the point I'm getting ready to make because and Indian didn't want to be Indian. Yeah, because nobody they wouldn't tell us what tribe. Okay, we part. Well, of Indian. they told me it was Choctaw. You, you part of Choctaw? Well, that's what they said, and my grandfather okay. in. Gonzales, he said, was Blackfoot, but now I can't prove that. But now, how, what the Indians can prove now is the ones who actually was—they stayed on the tribe, stayed on, on the, the reservation, land. On the reservation, See, we, yes. Yeah, reservation. They say when a, a black uh, black man married um, uh, uh, an Indian, a woman married Indian, that made her Blackfoot. Made them call him Blackfoot. So, but, but,
0: you know, the word Indian come from the word, or the, not vice versa, but the word Indian just means indigenous. Right. That's all it means. So,
1: but you're American Indian. And my
0: genealogy. But, no, but, but it wasn't American. America didn't even exist then. I know. It was so we, we all would know, it, it wasn't even Indian indians a term the Europeans started using to say these are indigenous people—it mm-hmm. just means indigenous. These are people original, uh, like in Australia, they call them Aborigines, right? Which means original people, right? And they said the black people—that people don't, yeah, but they're not, but they're not—they they didn't call themselves Aborigines. No, they—that's didn't. what the Europeans did. They didn't yeah. call them the people they didn't call themselves Indians. That's right. They that did. was a name you said it. They, they was Choctaw. Or they was... blackfoot. Black yeah, that's... Uh, but they or they
1: tried. They had tried Tribe your name. Yeah, they didn't call themselves by no Indian. But now that's what happened. But they say... that's it. And if you look at my grandmother, she has high cheekbones. Uh, no, my grandmother looks
0: like that. Uh-huh. My, uh, both, uh, both sides of yeah, the Yeah, and... and uh, but we can't prove it
1: because they wouldn't... You know, they didn't tell you nothing.
0: But that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't give a... It's like they was a shame of that. Mm-hmm. They, so they wouldn't talk about it. Because
1: my, I, right now I'm upset with my daddy because my grandfather spoke... French. My grandmother did too. But wouldn't teach us nothing. No, and my dad had a fit. They called it feast, but he would talk and my grandmother spoke German. You could have been you could have been speaking I all did, these different languages. Right, huh? but you know they oh you could not teach it oh. You know, sometimes they would they wouldn't let you go if they thought you were doing something like that.
0: Because they, they was
1: protecting you. Call yourself protection. Yeah, because they, they they knew they saw the danger of, of that. Being, yeah. They of saw being the educated. Dang. Yeah, but they saw the danger of being an Indian. They saw yeah. the danger of being black. And, they, and and uh, you know, it's just, just one of those things. You can ask me questions. Yes, ma'am. Okay, because I could be here talking about. Oh, that's right. what
0: I want. I want. I want. I want to capture long, some your history. As long as you, that's no problem with
1: me. <laughs> I've
0: enjoyed this. Well, first of all, let me let you know we're back again because... Uh, uh, Miss uh, Miss Jackson had to take a break. she had a Zoom meeting she had to be, uh, be a participate in. So at nine five she's still Zooming and meeting with people. So
1: you're a busy lady, Miss Jackson. <laughs> but we thank you for your time. Yeah, and we gonna try to we gonna try to do it so that of order a little bit. But so that you know, but anyway, uh, I went to Chicago Teachers College and and to uh, Louisiana State University. I was at Chicago Teacher College in uh, 1959, and all I did at these places, I did library courses. And uh, I, I did not get a degree from LSU, but I went there in 56, 1960. I went there 66, 67, 1972, and 1973. I didn't get a degree because they were so prejudiced, and they treat you, they slide with it, so I just couldn't take it, so. I decided it was best for me, doctor. But uh, so you you kept going back to LSU. Yeah, I kept going back, you know, because you know they would send you, they would pay for you to go out of state for it for they let you, you know. They used to pay for you to go out of state. Most of our people got the degrees at University of uh, Columbia and Maryland because. Unless you would pay for you to go somewhere the else. The state would pay for you to go somewhere else. In Louisiana, in Louisiana the state would pay for you for to... for your p- education. If you wanted to work on a master's, you, you could apply. Did,
0: did you see that when you was a child, did they still have horse and buggies? Uh, no, no. I don't remember okay. no horse and
1: buggies. Okay. They had okay. cars. My they had daddy, my daddy had a... Uh, what do you call it? Oh. A, uh, a, fo- packer. A, a packer. Right. They called it Packers. That's what my daddy had.
0: Oh, that was big time. I guess it was. <laughs> I would drive right right in the Packer back then. Too many of us had, had cars. You I'm telling you, that's
1: right. I said we always had cars. And it was in Baton Rouge though? Right in Baton Rouge I lived on North 20th Street. Oh, in okay. In the 900 man. block right off of Fuquay. I know where that is. Right back I lived, my yard, I first started going to school at Scott uh, Scott Street. And my yard finished. My daddy put a gate to the to the to the back of the fence, so I could go through the fence to the right into the schoolyard. You connected to the schoolyard. Yes, was, I was on Twenty Fourth Street, and the school is on Twentieth. It was Scott Elementary. Scott Elementary is there right now, and they turn it into apartments. Mm-hmm. And I and the principal there was Miss Yikes Doctor Yates' mother. Not, the, the former Chancellor of Southern University, Dr. Yates? No, not that Yates. It's a different Yates. Oh,
0: it's a different Yates?
1: Okay. Yeah, his, the Yates he talked about is the one he was house, in the House of Representatives. Mm, okay. But this was, he's a doctor here in Baton Rouge, Dr. Yates. His mother and father, uh, Ms. Yates was principal of uh, Scott Street Elementary. But the school
0: is still there, but is it a part? Is it a it
1: park, complex? Same building. is right there. If you want to go look at it, it's the same way it is right now. It's the same destruction. The only thing they fixed it, but it's the same outside building. Now, where is that located at? Right on nineteen. Uh, uh, nineteen. You know, right where you uh, come from in Fuquay Street? Just you come off of Fuquay Street, you in the 4th Street, you make the turn at that red light, and the school is right there. Sitting on the but, and the next street we lived on the next street. So and they and, and Mother Ben and Reverend Weathers lived around the corner on Gracie Street. Twenty, which, 20 twenty-nine Gracie Street. So, it, so we were right all in there. You
0: well, you also are known as a genealogy.
1: I'm a genealogist. I've been doing my genealogy since nineteen eighty one. I retired in eighty one. Retired where did you retire from? I retired from being a librarian at Cheneyville for twenty five years. I I was a librarian for 30 some years. I worked at Dawson High. That was my first job in St. Francisville. That was the first high school they built in St. Francisville. It's J.S. Dawson. And then and I worked...
0: My, my friend uh, Ken Dawson, that was his grandfather. That's right,
1: that's right. It that was his great-grandfather. His great-grandfather, yes. Yeah. But his daddy worked there too, Thomas. His dad was that's Thomas. Right. That's right. And John was the principal. That was his brother. But the old school is named after the old man. After the great-grandfather. Great-grandfather. And uh, at, then I went to uh, Homer, because Mr. Purty, Mr. Purty. Hold, hold on. Now, we in Louisiana, we got two Homers. Which one? Well, I'm finna tell you right now. I went to Homer in Thibodeau. That's where I'm my that's where my people from. Okay. All right. Thibodeau. <laughs> now, a lot of people don't know about Homer up there in Shreveport.
0: No, no. But that's why I want to make sure we get this straight.
1: <laughs> but no, I'm talking about in Thibodeau. Thibodeau. All right. Then. Okay. And I worked that one year, and then I came back. And started working at uh, uh, St. Francis, uh, worked in East Bedridge Parish from uh, 1956 until I retired in 1982.
0: So when you came back, you didn't go straight to Cheneyville, where were you yeah, working? Yeah, I
1: came straight to Cheneyville. So you've been
0: working at Cheneyville when you arrived back to right, East Bedridge. Right. Parish.
1: 1956. On. Oh, okay. And that's the best school in the world. And really? the students are wonderful. I just see them right now, and I'm so proud of them. Because they came from a small community, but they they just excel. We got doctors, lawyers, and just, just excel, and I'm just real proud of them. And yes. sometimes you go places, you go to the hospital, you go to... Dennis' office, and you go to the bank, somebody say, Hey, Miss Jackson, I look at her, I say, Oh my goodness. And now they're grandchildren and great grandchildren meeting.
0: Oh, look, you, you've you been in this community for a while, and you yes, have made I a have. big difference and a great impact. Yeah, this community has been good to me. And by me being a former athlete, I have to say that uh, you'll have some great athletes came out of this area.
1: Oh, yeah, Doug like Williams and Doug. Henry Henry, Henry, Dry, Henry, Di- Henry Dyer. Henry Dyer. And then we got, uh, 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 uh wait a minute. It's another one. Oh, um, Carter. Who is Carter? Uh, wait a minute. Carter paid, I'm trying to think of Carter's first name. Ah, I'm sorry. I have to think about that one. I have to <laughs> okay. go back at Carter. He, he, he professional, he was professional too. They all was in the same class. They all went to Gremlin. Okay, okay. And uh, it was Henry and, and uh, Doug. Well, and well, his last day was caught. I can't take it. question. But how did they only 20 and minutes you from you have you have Robert Williams. he played professional mm-hmm. baseball. Oh, I forgot Doug Doug old his brother. Right. right. And uh uh he you have his uh you have Michael. Michael played with the Canadian Club. Oh, and, that's
0: right quarterback. Yes. Yeah, insurance guy.
1: Yeah. yeah, and he also was uh he was he was a uh, uh, he had a business, insurance business with State Farm, and that was that's something that's really, he owned his own, you know, ages and everything, and that's something to be real proud of.
0: But it, so, is, it is amazing how you remember this history like it was yesterday.
1: Well, you know, if you lived it, you should remember
0: but, I mean, at, at 95, now, you are 95. <laughs> 95 years young. Y'all, y'all won't believe this. a voice is strong. She just is beautiful. I, I mean, she is truly. The queen. Now, I remember the name, Corrine maybe I, I you remember know, the name. Corrine
1: was the principal of Choctaw Elementary, and she was the first woman that was on the uh, parole board committee uh, commission, and uh, she ran for House of Representative, Senator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the same group, time yeah. I ran for House of Representatives. You ran for House of Representatives? <laughs> yes, in 1975. And she did too. Well, for in, in, in the state of Louisiana? In the state of Louisiana. What well, district where you representing? Represent. I represented 64. It was, I ran against seven white men. You, and I was the only one. And I came out at second in the primary. You came out, so y'all had a runoff? Had a runoff. The reason I couldn't beat the runoff, because that had, at that time people used to do balance, you know. And they put my number beside the man's number. My name, my number side, his number. See if I was 50, he, they put 50 by my name and put 60 by their name. So people, they would pass a battle out. Battle, battle.
0: Oh, oh, So, so you talking about there was some
1: uh, corruption going on? Oh, this, Louisiana is number one. but So you you ran for House of Representatives? In 1975. And really won? <laughs> I came out the second. I didn't win. No, but that was a win. That's a win. <laughs> You, you and seven white men. And they all, some of them had been legislators before me, had been in the house. What, what, what made you decide to run? For state well, I had a, 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 a bunch of young men <laughs> that Lee Wesley, Willie Harris, and it, it's about seven or eight of them. I can't think of all the names right now, but during that time, we were in community <coughs> advancement. Okay. And you realize I started volunteering in 1968. And I was on the Community Advancement Board, and they were part of it. And they encouraged me to run, and they campaigned with me. I, I, I carried West Phyllis Santa Parish, but I couldn't carry East Phyllis Santa Parish because the person who was over it, and I'm trying to think his name. Uh, he had a group, East Black East Philadelphia Black Action Group. That's what it was, and I was the only black running. And he endorsed a white man called Reverend Hall. I shall never forget that. And his name was, and he moved. I tell you where he had a business. I can't think of his name right now, but uh, he had a business on Swan Street. He used to have a barbershop and a cafe right there on Swan Street, and. And you cut it off, cut it off for the time. No,
0: we can, we can, we can
1: edit it. Okay, and uh, he had a business on Swan Street, and I can't think of his name right now, but it'll come to me. That's okay. So, but he, he,
0: uh,
1: he sold me out. That's what he did. <laughs> The, Reverend, brother, the, the brother sold you out. Right. He was a minister? No, he wasn't. He, 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 he chose Reverend him. Hall. He did. And <laughs> after this, when it's time for the second primary, Reverend Hall endorsed me. So he told me that he had paid uh, this man some money to uh, put him on the ballot. And so, the uh, Fred uh, ballot was
0: So Reverend Hall came and told you to, to, yes. uh, that he Yes. You know,
1: him. let me tell you something. Uh, when I ran for House of Representatives, some people in this area didn't support me. But at that time, the senator was Gaston Geralds. I don't know. I remember the name. Yeah, he was senator. And he supported me. So when the second primary, when I was in the second primary, that's when I found out who didn't support me. Because people sent me money. They said, I'm going to send money by the person that didn't support you the first time. But they're going to support you now.
0: So you had more, uh, what do you call that, uh, you had to fight against, in your own community. Oh
1: yeah, you had to fight against your own community. You had to always do that. My community was for me, but you just had certain people. But those are supposed to be in leadership. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. you know, they thought that I wasn't capable. Of, I was a woman, I was black, you have to realize. So it wasn't what, uh, One other woman was that there, her name was Dorothy. Dorothy. Uh, I can't think. She's the first one in the legislature, Dorothy. I can't. I know her name is Dorothy, but I can't think her last name right now. And she was from New Orleans.
0: So, did, did you know uh, Annie Smart?
1: Oh yes, Annie Smart. And I was friend Annie Smart. Oh Lord, we it's during the time we was down there fighting. She was fighting for welfare.
0: And yes. uh,
1: Pearl George, I had to keep them quiet because they had the type. of thing. <laughs> You know, Annie Smart would just go off on you. So, so. And you have to keep them quiet. They would go off on you in a minute. With everything ha- they had, they would go off on you. They didn't. They, they, didn't they were make no different. They were sick and tired of being sick and, and tired. Right. right. And Anna Smart, you know, she had three. I think she had three sets of twins. Yes, yeah, she had. She had three sets of twins. <laughs> that's right. And yes. she fought. She fought for the welfare of these people, and she actually did. She, she said, "Anna Smart, was evil. Evil of God, and it was some other people are." Uh, you know, at that time,
0: I... So you you was up there with, with Annis Moore, Purge, y'all, y'all was fighting together. Y'all we was... Were on the, all the women came together to, to
1: oh, fight. Oh, yeah. You know, we were on the... <clears throat> we had community advancement, the board. So we had an outlet, you know, that we could actually... And, and Lee Wesley was a wonderful person. He, you know, he was definitely a leader. And Willie, Willie Harris, and there's one other that worked for the city, and I can't think his name. But it was about seven or eight young men. They all came up at the same time. I, I, during that time, I was even on uh, they had a, a group called veterans for, incarcerated veterans that would go to Angola and talk, you know, so.
0: You would go over there too? Oh do- yeah, I was on the
1: committee. And it, you're about a feeling. When you go in Angola Ando- and them Gates calls on you, I just felt like the end of the world. <laughs>
0: You thought you
1: wasn't coming back, so huh? I thought I would just, I'd say, how can people go in listen to those gates closed and know they're not coming out? But mm-hmm. we did. We had that. And I'm trying to think of the man who was over that. And I can't think of his name right
0: now. Oh, that, that was a long time ago. You That's <laughs> a
1: long time ago. And look, I was the only black on the board when they built the Riverside, the centriflex. They called it the centriflex. We laid the centriflex. I was the only black woman on that board when they were building that building. How did you get on the board? Uh, I was appointed by Dumas.
0: Oh, uh, what I mean, what did
1: Dumas? What did Dumas? Yeah. Okay, the Dumas. y'all had a pretty good relationship. Yeah, we had you know community was We pushed things. We that's what the community advancement brought Allison up. They brought Chainneville. They helped us get the fire station. It, that that uh, community blocked what they had during that time when you know they were developing certain sections.
0: So mm-hmm. so now you say Elson? Uh, uh, that's a community
1: right next door. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't have no sewers, no nothing like that, so But they paid, had a paper mill up there. Yeah, they still burning they was burning uh Yeah, they, not a paper bill, they still had that uh, Dump stuff. Dump that. Dump yeah, 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 it was yeah, burning, it was yeah. burning. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we used to fight for that, they fought for sewage. And what, what my friend name? They call her App, Alberta, so yeah. she was fighting. I think the person was up there, I can't think of her name right now, but she was really active in, uh, I'll probably think of it later. But anyway, we, that started in 1968.
0: So when community, when Lee Wesley and his group... Uh,
1: community Advancement. In each area, Allison had a, uh, a community center, community group. Cheneyville had a community group. Bad Rouge had and they all worked together. They set out people to work with the community.
0: And then one, of, one of the, the greatest things they wanted to accomplish was to put to put us in better positions, right, political to give, positions. Yeah, yeah,
1: not political. To have a voice. But no, have a voice and at the same time give us lecture. Some of us had, we only had electric, no good roads, no sewage, no water. So, so y'all, had this when I moved day. to Cheneyville, we only had electric and eight party lines. Eight party lines right. back then. So, and, and so we had to fight for gas, we had to fight for a fire station, we fought for the community center.
0: Now, now you need to tell young people might not know what party lines are. Tell you need to explain well, what they're
1: <laughs> And then after we got rid of the eight <laughs> hey, party line, we went to four.
0: And then from four you went to two. So other words, for a long time we when, when you pick up picked up the phone.
1: When your phone rang, it rang eight And they <laughs> <keep his eye. laughs> pick up and listen.
0: Everybody can listen to your
1: conversation. Right. You didn't have no problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that was the only way you could, you know, you had to have some kind. And then we went to 644, and then two, and then we got five So you can't do like
0: you do these days. You couldn't just say, girl, you should look at No, 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 no.
1: (laughs) You couldn't talk no real business. You could, but then it (laughs) would be all over town.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, but now now you was also, so that there was no running water, so they still had odd odd houses back then? No,
1: they had odd houses. People had the wells. They had, you know, so, you could, they, so had,
0: they, they were still, you talking about in the 60s and 70s. still yeah, In
1: the 50s, yeah, we had wells, outdoor toilets. You know, when I worked in St. Francisville and ran for office remember, in 1975, they had outdoor toilets then in in St. Francisville in Hardwood. The house was on one side of the street and the toilet was on, outdoor toilets on the other side. On the other side of the street? Right. You had to go across the street to use the restroom? Right. So I'm just telling you, you know, sometimes people don't realize what people have gone through and how they lived. But I thank God all the time. It, uh, I tell people all the time, my dad kept me from knowing what segregation, I knew about Grace, but he kept me away from it.
0: He knew about what?
1: Kept me away from it. I didn't have to ride the bus. We always had a car. I went to private school because the bus picked me up at my house and brought me back. So y'all, y'all were rich, colored folk? No, we weren't rich. Okay. We just well lived. Uh, well lived. That's what we right, say. Yeah, that. yeah. I didn't even realize I was poor till I got older, because <laughs> <laughs> I always had a house over my head and always had, you know, food. So you know, it was, during that time, was nothing needed. You didn't need no telephone, no TV, no. So we you, didn't get TV till 1950. So now, if you, so how, how many children do you have? I have, I have three and I have my sister's three, but uh, I only have uh, my three kids, two girls and a boy, and I raised my sister's children, but I only have two of them because the judge gave me the two and gave me all three, of them. but my oldest daughter niece said she was my, I was her niece, her aunt, not her mother. So I gave her back to her daddy, to her, to my brother. And I uh, kept the other two. So I have three girls and two boys. And my son is deceased. He, he was killed in 1968, coming across the bridge right over there. I think uh, he was in a Volkswagen. And you know, Volkswagen had a boat in the front and they only had a boat yep. in the back and a tie in the front. And he had the tie, he was coming from work and he was second year college and a deer must have crossed the road. And he was trying to reach, his, his books probably fell. That's what one lady told me Said because it happened to her about a year later. And she said, you know, I know how your son was killed. She said, I was coming across that road and saw a deer and my books, my son fell asleep and I leaned down. She said, but the only thing about it, when I hit the bridge, I had a motor. So it didn't, and he didn't have anything in the front of that
0: boat. So right. what, what bridge is that? Right here, you just crossed. Oh, just come come Yeah, in. Yeah,
1: that, not that particular bridge, but that's where the bridge was and they did it was the same place they just repaired it.
0: Right right down from the house.
1: Yeah, right around the corner. You know they mm-hmm. say you always get killed about twenty five miles from it. Twenty five between the forty five miles from your house.
0: And that was in the sixties you lost. Nineteen
1: sixty eight. June the twenty first. My father died in March. Uh, Martha Luther died in April. My son died in June, and Johnny and uh, Kennedy died in June. You remember all that? History? Yeah, because it happened in nineteen
0: sixty. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> remember everybody else? What month they passed? That's yeah, pretty but
1: good. You, you, what's important now?
0: You remember what's important?
1: What's important? Then you think about it, you know. And then I'm doing my genealogy, so I just kind of. And I talk to my family. I'm close to my family.
0: But you just don't do your genealogy. You do.
1: Anybody who asks me. Anybody who asks. And I don't charge anything. I just love it. It's just the idea that they. I think everybody knew their family. And you know, people think about. Uh, they think about the first, second, the third cousin. But look, you got a grandmother. You. you, you you have a grandmother, you have a father and mother, and they have a father and mother, and they have a father and mother, and they have a father and mother, so you got to keep going. So if somebody, your 14 cousin, they still can't teach you because you got a line. You just write down the line.
0: Hmm. So you enjoy it so much that you do other people genealogy just to keep busy, just to... you want No, to, I don't, just to keep, keep busy. busy oh, you always got a lot to keep you busy. I
1: got a lot, you know, I... <laughs> Uh, now I, uh, I told you about my education. I finished at Southern. And what'd you finish then? I finished the in uh, li- library. So I got a bachelor's degree in library and social science. I went to LSU. When you when you went, spring, spring you went to LSU? The spring of nineteen fifty-four. You went to LSU was spring of nineteen fifty-four. Right. And I have my grades. I can show them to you. Uh, yes. I oh. went to went to in nineteen fifty-four, and. <laughs>
0: Hold so, on, hold on, hold on. How did you go to LSU in 1954?
1: Because I was in library science, and the lady who was the dean of the library school, it was uh, her, her, the man who worked for her, his daughter and I was in school together, Helen Bullany. And they asked, they asked for, uh, she asked, would her daughter mine come to school? you know, to a class so we could integrate the school, the library school. At LSU? At LSU in 1954. And I'll show you my grades. I'll show you my transcripts, <laughs> so you won't have no problem with that. And uh, Helen and I went. We sit in the library called Hill Library. they talk about tearing it down. Yeah. That's yeah. right. They put us in the stacks, put two eight-foot tables together, put two black people on the end, Two black women, neither one of us black. <laughs> and four white women on the other end, and taught us, Ms. McCullough taught us. Dr. McCullough taught us that class that spring, 1954. That was a graduate class? That's a library science class, yes. Yeah. It was a graduate level class? Right, I was graduate school. And I was, <laughs> a f- I, you know, I tell a lot of people say they were refer, I never argue that. I never, I don't have to argue that. Mm-hmm. I Listen, in, uh, in 1956, I went to the library conference in Kansas City, American Library Conference, and was appointed state coordinator for the state of Louisiana from the National Library Conference. They wouldn't even let me be member of the Louisiana National <laughs> Library Conference. <laughs> but when they found out I was state coordinator, appointed by the national president, they didn't want to take this, so they had to go on probation. They they rather go on probation than oh, allow yes, you to they, be a Yeah, and the person who was president at that time was Doctor Grace Stevens. I never forget. And she was from Mississippi. But eventually, they had to take her, so they took Helen, Helen Moore, and Arthur Davis Jackson. As members.
0: Of, you, are
1: Hard, you are Audrey. David Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. And another young, another. His, his name is Helen Mo. She's from New Orleans. And she ended up being the vice president of the National, of Louisiana Library Association.
0: So, now hold on, hold on. You end up going to a, a conference. Right. A state conference. Yeah. And they
1: elected you? Yeah, because I was a member of the Louisiana. I could be a member of the national organization, but I couldn't be a member of the state but, organization. You,
0: you, you ran for the national
1: No, they appointed you. The lady from Texas appointed me. She appointed states. She appointed people for Louisiana, every state in the United States.
0: So, did you know did you know at that time you were going to have a problem when you went back? When oh, of course.
1: In? I knew that when I went up there. Because <laughs> I had tried to apply to Louisiana Library Association, and they told me No. So it didn't bother me. I paid my dues, I paid my dues to Nashville so long that I'm a continued member of the American Library Association and, and don't have to pay dues. So you didn't
0: pay your dues. I paid my dues. <laughs> That's what you're
1: saying. And Cheneyville was in. The, we had a, we had a, a, a magazine called Wilson Bulletin. The Cheneyville Library was in there. We was only the the cattle and everything. We 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 were. Very famous
0: for that. But I'm still, I'm still. I guess I'm stuck now.
1: <clears throat>
0: you went, you attended LSU in 1954, right? And graduate class on a, on a graduate class. You and, and Miss Moore. Helen, no,
1: no, Miss Helen
0: Bulleney. Helen Bulleney. Yes,
1: yeah, she was the one who attended class.
0: She yet. was a European, though. Huh? She was a, another.
1: She was a black girl like oh, me. How, how you spell her last name? woolney B-O-L-U-N-G-I-N, Volunie. She lives in. Uh, she lives in um, California. What's this state? Where, uh, where is Helen? So. And she been mayor of the, state, uh, the city in California. It's, it's one of these cities where.
0: <laughs> so she said she she was the mayor.
1: Yes. And uh, yeah. Her name is Helen Bullady. She's a Bullady. I can't
0: tell. I, uh, I never heard that last name. Where is she from originally?
1: She's born right here in Baton Rouge. And okay. our people from Port Allen. Her daddy was right here. He worked for Miss uh, for this lady.
0: Mm-mm. So you and her end up going to LSU. Right. In 1954.
1: Frank, 1954. When did you pledge to be a Delta? Well, I have a very unique thing about that. I was a pyramid twice. I pledged in 1940. Six, I think, and I was blackballed because one of the <laughs> teachers in the school and her name was uh, Henrietta Barranco, Dr. Henrietta Barranco. Buranko, Dr. Barranco? Dr. Barranco's wife? No, that was his sister. His sister, okay. And she was AK and she wanted me to be AK, so I played Delta, so she gave me a bad grade. So I didn't make it in 46, so I was oh, made Delta after I had kids in French College and I Joined the Graduate Chapter in 1966, I made an adventure with Sigma in 1966.
0: So you telling me, because she was disappointed you did not pledge oh, to yeah, be that an yeah,
1: That was a that was thing back that time. That was definitely. So why, why did you choose Deltas
0: over the A.K.A. if that was the thing? Because
1: I, I was a Delta girl. I, <laughs> uh, I had uh, all the Welles was Deltas. R.T. Thelma and all them was Deltas. All the brancos was Delta other than Henrietta. <laughs> so she gonna tell you what you need to be, huh? Right? And I, I grew up with Delta. I grew up with so, Delta. But you had to be, a, must have to, had a strong. I had to be the best of best. Ooh, so Delta was the
0: best. The best of best. Oh, you about to start some trouble, here now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's the way I feel. I mean, I hope everybody feel that way about their sorority and fraternity. Oh, Whatever man. you done, you supposed to feel that's the best of the best.
0: Hmm. So, now you said about you, you had to use a pyramid twice. What do you mean by the pyramid? Oh, uh,
1: uh, I pledged twice. So that's, that's you and it a pyramid? take bid. me the first time.
0: That's right. Because you gave you a bad
1: grade. Uh, uh, yeah. Henrietta uh, gave you a bad grade. Right. And then you, you, then you, been, you had been, to go you back and start at, all over again. You was mad at Henrietta. Well, you know, I didn't have sense enough <laughs> to be mad then. At that time, you know, kids didn't think about that. It didn't even dawn on me until later on. But I still wasn't upset because I knew whenever I had a chance, I would try it again.
0: But no but you see also that Doug's daughter, Ashley, is your Godchild. Godchild. Right. So you you part And
1: she's a Delta too. Ashley a Delta. Doug's sister's a Delta, so we have to just, we all Deltas right here.
0: So everybody, so you made sure, so you going, you going—you had to show this Henrietta?
1: No, <laughs> <that> I, <laughs> I, I guess I did. <laughs> so, but you do,
0: or you do the same thing Miss Henrietta was doing, you wanted everybody to no, be a Delta No, no, no,
1: I didn't. That's, even when I was high school, I had some, some of my uh, kids uh, pledge that game, and they, when they pledged they talked to me, they didn't realize I was a Delta. I didn't do that. I figured that uh, when... when uh, Corrine Maybuse, her sister and I grew up together. It was five of us, Eleanor, Eleanor Jones, Ida Maybuse, uh, Esther Jackson, which she was a marshal, and uh, Dorothy Williams, she was a lead, Dorothy Lee, and myself, it was five of us. We were in elementary school together, high school and college, and we did, and, and, uh, Corrine had a sister named Pearl, and she was AKA, and Corrine was a Delta. And they always told us that you you join the organization because of your friends, not necessary, and you how you feel about it. So that's how I never encouraged anybody, and I never said I was a Delta when I was in high school. The kids didn't even know that until they some of them pledged. They say, "Why didn't you tell me?" I say, "Well, you you AKA are you Zeta? Are you Sigma? That's because you want to be, not because." of me, you have to be something because you want to be.
0: Oh, you, you, you you choose your course of life. Right, that's yeah.
1: right, and, and you do, with your friends, you know. You have to.
0: Are you still active members of the yes, Delta? Yes,
1: I have. I've been a Delta since 1966, and the first region I went to was in 1968 in New Orleans. That's the regional organization. The first national I went to was in I think was, uh, wait, wait nine, it, it was 19, wait, I got to see where it is. The first national I went to remember that, was 1967 in Cleveland, Ohio. And I've only missed from 1967 to 2020. This is 20, huh? 21. Twenty. 20. we just had a conference, 21. I've only missed two. And the two I missed was, um, for the National was, uh, uh wait a minute, let me be sure I tell you right. I think it was Detroit. Wait, I got to write it down. I got it written down somewhere. So in the last- It was Detroit, and uh, wait a minute, what year was that? I had that written down somewhere, because I, anyway, the reason I missed was the, I've been in the region for that from from '68 up until 2020, and the only two I missed was 2016 and 2018 Those, I, since I've been a Delta. And the only reason de- a national conference I missed was one in in uh, Detroit. I can't remember the year, but I missed the one in in Seattle, Washington, because I was running for House of Representative in 1975. So now
0: we. When you ran uh, for for state representative, I would have to believe you really thought you can win, right?
1: Of course. You don't and do nothing unless you think. you right. Your color.
0: So I know you, you was a little disappointed, but you still continue I wasn't fighting. I was really
1: disappointed because it was experience. And why I'm saying that I was the only black woman. And the amazing thing about it: the white people could go to the black churches, but we could not go to the white churches. They could come to our church and campaign, but we couldn't go to their church and campaign. And I made that comment. And one of the... Uh, every time I think about it, I can scream. One of the, uh, the, the uh, uh, candidates said, look, you come to my church. Now he brought to me to his church on a, on a weekday. Now he could come to my church on a Sunday, but he, I couldn't go to his church on a Sunday. And then he shows me this, where the slaves sit in the church up at the balcony. And you know, he took me through the church. This is his church. But still, that, that wouldn't mean invited to his church. Because, see, they could come to our church and speak. You know, O.C. Brown, I used to like to hear him campaign because he, he was the district attorney.
0: O.C. Brown,
1: yeah. Brown. I don't know whether you remember. I remember O.C. Brown. But when he'd walk in the church, he'd start talking from the back, singing all these old hymns, and those old people loved it. He could sing Amazing Grace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so so, so, he, so he, had, he had a natural way of tapping into Yeah, he, um, he knew
1: how to tap into <laughs> We used to laugh at that all the time. We said, now, we ought to be able to do that, but we couldn't. And I don't know, I don't know until today whether they invite you to their church or not. I still don't hear that. You
0: That's still don't saying. hear that.
1: That's what I'm saying. And that was in the, the sixes, in the seventy-five when you're supposed to be in. supposed to be in. Should have been segregated, integrated, you should have been integrated, you know, that's what it is. I'm trying to, I'm checking also so I won't uh, what I'm supposed to
0: tell I mean, so but with with that kind of
1: so you always just been
0: a fighter. You want to make a difference.
1: Oh yeah, I, I fought for my community. I always fought for my community. Okay. I had my own business. What kind and of business, business you were doing? I, I'm telling you, I had my own business and uh I was the only black woman, the uh, only black that on their own did, the name of it was Neighbors Bid Tabulation Service. Now I have to explain that to yeah, you. You yeah, please do. You know, everything that, I'm going to take Angola. When when Angola buy pajamas, medicine, or uh, whatever, for anything that they don't grow at Angola, they have to send a bid through the state. And you bid on it. They send it to companies, they send in bids. They tap, they, they have bid openings where you go to uh, see what, they, what company will get the bid, the lowest bid. So maybe seven companies bid. And then out of that seven companies, i probably work for one, and they want to know how they stand. So I would tabulate what they say. they say. For instance, I'm just saying if they ordered pajamas and one company say $3 a pair, the other would say $2 a pair, or one might say $1 a dollar a, a, a you know a pair. Well then, maybe my company is the bid, but still at all, they would know what the other companies bid. So I would send the information to them. I had companies in New York, Chicago, and I had companies in uh, Washington. And I had a few companies in batteries and some in the walls.
0: So so you just give them updates on how the bids went and what no, are the
1: I, what the updates? I would send them copies of the bids. Oh, send them I copies. I list all the companies. And if A A bid one thing, B bid, bid two, three, and if they were D, they would know A, B, C, D, they know where each company stands. See. And and uh I had that business and uh I was honored by at a White House conference in nineteen ninety five for having this business.
0: What made you do a business like that? Well, I when I retired, you I you, I don't think you ever retired. You just like re- saying that word. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but when I retired in nineteen ninety one, I worked at the clinical coats office. And you and uh during that time you they did all research, you know, they were doing Whether where the R was and that kind of stuff, and then you do mortgage research and who owned what, and I learned how to, to search a a property, and then that I talked to uh, it was a friend of mine. Uh, His name is Frank Williams. He was the first black that ever was vice president of a bank here now, and he's in Shreveport now, and he he was vice president of casino in Sreveport and uh, somewhere else Frank was. But anyway, he was at, at this particular bank and it was a friend of his who, they opened a beard tabulation company, but he decided that he didn't want it anymore. So when I retired, he turned it over to me and so I took it up from him. But what happened is, the people who, were pers- uh, you know, at the state where they take bids in, Say bids go to say if it's a food bid, a clothes bid, or uh, uh, furniture. Uh, they always had say people take care of say dairies. Well, some of the fellas they thought <coughs> thought that <laughs> thought that I was making a lot of money.
0: Some of the other people, the Europeans, yeah, European, yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: other people. So when they retired, they decided to take it over. So that means they would. They were working there, so they friends who was helping me stopped helping me. So I decided that I, it was just a hobby. My income. The person who was doing my taxes told me it was really just a hobby. So I could either keep it or give it up. So I decided to give it up because at that time... So they thought you were making a lot of money. Yeah, but so they... So they're going to shut you down. Yeah, they're going to shut me down because, see, they knew I was the only company doing it. The only company. The only company. Yes. See, the other... Uh, they had a couple of people were doing it, but it wasn't. I was listed on a company. Okay, I did the census in 19... I'm just giving you my work experience. I did the census in 1900
0: and 2010. So that's how you got started becoming interested in genealogy? No, that's
1: not how I became interested okay. in genealogy. I was, I was a librarian, so I did a lot of research anyway. But I uh, met on Anna Bartok. And he was an author. He worked at Fisk. He was a librarian at Fisk University in Nashville. And he spoke to our group in 1979 or 78, the Louisiana, Louisiana Library. You know, we'd had the LEA, Louisiana Education Association, they had the Library Division. And every septi- uh every November, d- Thanksgiving, we always had our meet. So he spoke to us one year. And I met him at American Library Association because I was going to National, and so I'd meet all these people who did all these, you know, these Blacks. Wasn't too many Blacks, but there was a lot of us. And uh, I asked him, would he come speak to us? And he said, yes, on one condition, if I would take him to Pineville, right out of Alexandria. And I told him, yes, I would take it. And he was born in Alexandria. He, uh, he was born in Alexandria, and I took him to Pineville pine He went to the courthouse to look up his grandmother's uh, her marriage license, and he showed me how to look it up, and everybody was looking at us crazy. And uh, about what year was this?: It's 1979. 1979? And uh, he the one who started me. He, would, he was told me what he was doing. he was looking up his family. He said that was his grandmother and his grandfather. He showed me how to look it up. And uh, so then I started on mine. So. So, what's his name, is Bonton? Bonton, honor Bonton. I have a picture of him over there. Okay. I'll let you let you see it. But, uh, and that's how it started me off. Now he'd written a couple of books and I have editions of his book that he's written. But, uh, so you're familiar with Edna Jordan-Smith? Yeah, I'm a familiar with Edna Jordan-Smith. You know, I've, I've, I've been in a class. We also, we have uh, uh, Dorothy Davis. Dorothy uh, Davis is, uh, Dorothy Early Davis, she's genealogy. She she used to teach class at Southern. She's a librarian at Southern, and she was interested in genealogy. We have quite a few that's interested. We have Gerardine, uh, I uh, can't think of Gerardine's name. Well, did I know Gerardine. But she's over, uh, we are a member of the uh, genealogy club. But anyway, let me continue, so. Yes, ma'am, <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I, uh, I also, after I ran for office,
0: and, um, you, and what year that was you ran for?
1: 1975.
0: 1975, you ran for state
1: representative. State representative. And then my senator, I was the first black to work for the Senate. I worked at the, uh, at the, at the state, Louisiana State Capitol. Yeah, now. Louisiana Legislative Bureau in yeah. 1979. That was the Senate. We worked for the Senate. We read bills and them. Because no, a bill could have V in it or is. A for, and it changed the whole meaning of a bill. So we edited bills there. And uh, that was in uh, 1979, and I worked 1980 at the Senate. I also worked at the Kirker Coates office as an abstractor in 1982 to 1985. And abstracted mean you look up property, you see who on it, who owned the mortgage on it, whether the mortgage was cleared, whether the person had paid the mortgage off and that that's the kind of thing. And they were doing that during the oil. You know, oil at one time the oil just was really and they used to have about fifteen or twenty people in the, in that you, know, you had section and you could come people to come in and do that. Mm. So so. D- t- so how how did you end up from the
0: from the legislature to the clerk
1: of court. Well, when I first retired in 82, 81, 82, I went to the clerk of court, 82 so to 83. So you,
0: you retired in 81?
1: Yeah, then I went to the clerk Code court, got a job at the clerk of court, and I worked 82. And, and then when I ran for House of Representative, I guess they was helping me pay off my debt, so they hired me in Louisiana State. My senator, mm-hmm. Gaston Jarrells, hired me. And then my other senator, Mike Cross, he just kept me. So I worked there a couple years. Okay, I told you about the library. Okay, my professional father. I was uh, American Business Women Association in 1933 to 1999. I was a member of Phi, Phi, Kappa, Phi Delta Kappa in 1990. I'm a life member of Southern University Alumni Association. I've been a member of the uh, uh, Young Women's Christian Association, and I worked with the battered Women's Program when they started. When they didn't have, they didn't have, you know, now you go to a hotel and say, they used to use my house right there. They used to bring them to your house? Bring them to my house. Yeah, they they figured nobody could find But then my family found out about it (laughs) and said to me, you cannot do that anymore because you're alone, and people go back and tell, in the first time, the wife leave again, the husband's gonna come straight up here looking for and you in danger. So I had to stop doing They'll that. Bring, they
0: bring when they when it got started, they would bring everybody to chain the chain
1: You bring, they bring, bring, not everybody, but they would bring a family. I had about three families. And see, they had a certain place to meet. When something happened to a lady, they had a certain place, they, public place, they would meet and somebody would pick them up and bring them. But now they have hotels and that kind of stuff they don't They don't need. But when we first started off with battered women, they had to go to different people's homes, women's homes, to protect them. And
0: you, and you was a volunteer. You and was yeah, a volunteer. volunteer. You, you yeah. Use your, I volunteered your
1: home. with Robin Madden. She, Robin Madden. I don't know where Robin is now, but she was one of the people I volunteered with, Robin Madden. Roberta? Roberta, yeah, mm-hmm. Roberta. Roberta Madden. Okay, yeah. And, okay, I, uh, I've i been a member of American, I'm a life member of the American Library Association since 1962. I was on the advisory committee of the United States JE Children's Division from 1971 to 7071. Now, what is the United? That has to do with... Uh, Library Association, all this is to do with Library Association. Oh,
0: okay.
1: American library. I was a member of the Outreach Action Program, the Young Adult Service Program from 1972-74. I was chairman of the State Membership Committee, 1972-74, to and, uh, Now what is the State Membership Committee? Listen, I told you I was appointed a State Member from the Library the National Library to say I was state member for Louisiana.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I represented the American Library.
0: So when LSU, would, when the state of Louisiana would not accept you as right, their president, right? I was
1: already a state person for Louisiana, and uh, I was member of the uh, member of the Black Caucus Executive Board from
0: nineteen seventy-eight to eighty-one. Okay. Where, where did you get your? Uh, Desire to be a librarian. First of all, what how did that come about?
1: How did it came about was At first when I went to college. I was doing uh, Gymnastics G- Gymnastics yes, You was a gymnast. Yeah, you know Thelma Weaver was in physical education You was pretty good at it. I was guess. Yeah. Well, how did you well, learn gymnastics? Let gym- me finish you oh, ask okay me. Okay, then that's <laughs> pretty good. So mommy inspired you to be? Yeah, teacher. I mean she's probably to do to go to physical education and then when uh, I went, uh, uh, I was a gymnastic, but then I got married, and Dean Kane told me I could not do that anymore. I had to do something else. So I picked library science and social studies. Well, hold
0: on, hold on. <laughs> dean K. was the dean of the college. So after you got married, he said you can't be a gymnast.
1: No, because you know I was having, I had kids. And oh, just, okay. He just said that that's not a good thing for.
0: Oh, me. okay then. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you got married early, early? Yeah, I got married early. Your first or second year in college? Yeah, second year, third year in college. Freddie came back from the service in June, and Doug Louise got married July, June the 26th, 1946, and I got married July the 30th, 26th, 1940. Six. Mm-hmm. We got married one month apart, and I was in her wedding, and she was in
0: mine. y'all planned that way? <laughs> yeah, planned it that way. So they, they, her husband
1: and your your husband was both was in military, but they no, were both no. the military? No, uh, no. Uncle uh, Mac was in the Merchant Marines. Right. And my husband was in the Marines. They, he was older. They were older than us, you know. Then when we finished college in 43, I finished high school in 44.
0: Okay, but you became good friends. We,
1: we lived right around the corner. Okay. And I worked for it when they, I worked at the East, uh, at the theater. They had they the had, uh, East End Theater East End Theater on the uh, Caden Thuway. Now, now, who was Thelma? That's Reverend Weather's daughter. That's her mother. That's is, my who, mother. Who was her? That's her mother. Uh, That's Maida. <laughs> Maida's mother. Maida's Maida. 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 And we lived around the corner, and she was at Southern. We rode the bus sometime. Together, because we, you know, when we she was in college, when I was in high school,
0: but she was older. But y'all became Mr. Yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because uh, she was the only child, and at the time, I was really the only the one was in high school at school. Because my kids, my sister and brother was younger.
0: Okay, so y'all got married only a month apart, and y'all was in each other's each other's way. Right,
1: each other's way.
0: And you worked for her family.
1: Yeah, you know he they uh. Now I guess, I, I don't know, about working just part of the family. Because with daddy, Daddy uh, Weathers was preaching. He's a pastor of a church, in, uh, New at, church. In, in New Orleans. Grace United Methodist Yeah, Grace United, in New Orleans. And he and Mother Betty would go to that belief that we there, and I would stay with them. We said daddy was right around the corner. It was right around the corner. So he... Uh, so you would work at the theater? We would work at the theater. She would, too. What kind of movies they were showing in the TV I saw, I saw Going with the Wind 22 times. <laughs> Going with the Wind, Stormy Weather. No, no, I, I, I saw all those, but I saw the ending. Franklin, my dear, I don't give a damn. I saw that 22 times. <laughs>
0: You uh, what's, that, uh, what's his name?
1: Clark David. Clark yeah. that, that would look like we could be doing anything with this time of to Everybody would run well, That's what y'all want to
0: hear. That one, yeah, little, yeah. one little line. was huh? yeah,
1: one little line. And he could say that. But yeah, we had all the best of the movies.
0: And where was the theater located
1: at? Right there, located in Dewey. Okay. Now my political responsibility. I told you about the deltas, and my so I was. We had a group called Friends International, and we traveled. We traveled to every continent except South America. I've been on every continent since South America, South America Australia, and Antarctic. So you traveled the world, you're a world t- traveler. And I've been to some places twice. So what, give me, and you, I've give And I've been to Africa four times. What part of Africa are you went? I went to uh, South Africa, I've been to Kenya, I'm naming a section, so, and, and I've been to Botswana. Botswana is where they have the the diamond mines, South Africa. Yeah, no, diamond mines in Botswana, and the black people there was born there, and when they come out of there, they check them like the white people just take it over, and they when they come out of the. Diamond mine, they got to, the, they searching to see show they don't bring no diamonds out. They, but they, they, wh- they in their country stealing their diamonds. Yeah, they, they stole their diamonds. But, but that's where the diamonds are, in Botswana. I've been to South Africa. So, uh, and I went to South Africa and I stayed in the airport because when I went over there, we traveled like in 80-something, 82, 80 They wanted to divide us up by colors because we had nine women, we all was a different color. What you mean, divide your back Just like I say, they would put me one place. Say, uh made a little bit lighter than me, so she'd go in one group. Now I'm a little darker, and you darker than me, so they would put us in. So I didn't go nowhere. We just stayed there for for us to leave. We didn't, but we did go. You know, we've been, and I've been to North Africa, been to Spain, Fez is a country, <coughs> it's a country and called Marcel In North Africa where they call FEZ, F-E-E. You need to look it up. It's like a maze. You go in and you just, you walk in a maze. And, and on each side of the, it's about it's about as wide as tape, table, maybe just a little wide. And they sell food you walk through. And they got chickens and everything. And people walking through, you know. But the people live there and that's you know, I always used to wonder, why do people want to come over here? And when I started traveling, I realized, you're either poor or you're rich.
0: No in-between.
1: Yeah. No in-between, not in this, No in-between. And they come over here and they thrive and they good workers and they bring themselves up.
0: So you, you, what made you decide to travel like that?
1: Well, I had a, 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 a young man told me that... Uh, that uh, uh, I should travel why? so I, before I have to take medicine with me. <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> well, when you're I re- still young. <laughs> uh, well, I, when, when I retired in 1981, that's when we started traveling. I went to China. Yeah. I was Hong Kong. You go to Hong Kong, they'd make you a pair of shoes, a suit, and a date. And I still have some of that stuff. So, so I, I just wanted—I saw you, you, you that. Went, went, you
0: went to Japan too.
1: Oh yeah, I, been, I told you I've been to every continent except South America, Australia.
0: So you was going every year. You said every year. Yeah,
1: every we sometimes we make two trips. I've been mm-hmm. to Panama Canal twice. I went the first time we went to Panama, on the trip, and the next time we went to another city, they stopped, but they didn't stop in Panama. Oh you see wow. Nami? You see mommy? I thought that was mommy. Yes, sir. Hole in Baby, Chloe. Wow. I thought that was my mama. hmm And uh, we had a club here called Women of Elegance. And that's in uh, here. And uh, in, in 1950. We most of the members are the sea Star, so we, we don't have you know, they're not here. All
0: right. All right, well thank you for being here today. We appreciate uh, Miss Audrey Neighbors Jackson, the genealogy, historian, uh Delta, Sigma, Theta, <laughs> sorority, and much, much more. I can't name it all li- of former librarian and a beautiful ninety-five year young. It's amazing. I'm telling you, you won't believe it. She's as beautiful as I guess as she was when she was 18 at <laughs> 95. So we thank you for, for allowing us to come into your home and, and sharing this time together.
1: Well, thank you for letting me, uh, thank you for let, thinking about me. And I know my niece the one who thought about it because she always called me. Well, mm-hmm.
0: thanks thanks to Maida McDonough and a PR company, Maida, Maida's PR, for making this happen. Well, thank you for sharing this time together. We appreciate you.
1: Okay, okay, thank you.
0: Man can shackle the hand, man can shackle the feet. But only you can shackle the mind. The mind is always free to travel wherever you dare to take it. Welcome to Count Time.